Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Moms. I'm your host, Tracy Baird. Whether you're an expectant mom or an empty nester, a foster or adoptive mom, a stay-at-home mom who rarely stays at home, a working or entrepreneurial mom, or even a mom who's been promoted to grandma, you're in the right place. Moms, let's link our virtual arms together as we strive to make progress on our family's unique wellness journey. Let's get started. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be back with you each week. I have taken a bit of a break, and now I'm energized and ready to dive back in. What I'd like to do with the next series of podcast episodes is sort of talk about best practices for fitness and nutrition. So I wanted to start with the nutritional principle of whole food nutrition. What is a whole food? I coach with the Faster Way to Fat Loss, and they define it as something that comes from the ground or has a mother. Other ways to think about it could be a single ingredient food, or I like to think of it as the foods that God has made. So we all know that the apple, (laughs) you know, God made the apple and God didn't directly make the Doritos. So we have a gut understanding of what is a whole food. But I would like to point out that it is a continuum. So Essentially, some amount of processing of foods is healthy. In fact, for example, pasteurizing of milk, you know, freezing vegetables at their peak right after they're harvested is a type of processing canning goods. These things are all sort of innovations that have developed and are actually a healthy way to prepare food. So just processing in general isn't bad. However, I would define ultra-processed foods as When you look at the ingredients, first of all, there's an ingredient label definitely on an ultra-processed food. And when you look at that label, there are things that are food components that you would not find in your home kitchen. So if you're looking at a label and there's anything on there that you don't understand the word or it's sort of uh, maybe made of something that was taken apart and then put back together (laughs) in a different way, That's what I would define as an ultra-processed food. So eating whole foods over ultra-processed foods certainly makes intuitive sense to me, but is there any science to back this up? I found an interesting study recently. Now, this was a small study. However, the evidence that came out of it was quite compelling. It was only 20 people. But what they did was they took these people and they put them in an inpatient setting for four weeks. Okay, so they randomized the people. 10 of the people were eating a whole food diet, and the other 10 of the people were eating a ultra-processed food diet. And this went on for two weeks, the first two weeks of the study. Now, the very interesting part about it was that they actually matched the macronutrient contents of the food so that they were actually identical. So that means that the food the people were presented, they were presented with three meals a day, as well as a box of snacks. And in all that food together, there was exactly the same amount of protein, the same amount of carbohydrates, the same amount of fat, and also the same amount of fiber because they supplemented the processed foods with fiber so that it would sort of mimic the sort of macronutrient and fiber content of the whole foods. So they told these study participants that they could eat as much or as little as they wanted of each meal and of the snacks. So essentially what happened was, left to their own devices, 
the people with the ultra-processed food diet consumed about 500 more calories of food per day than the people eating the whole food diet. So that essentially led to them gaining two pounds in the week in which they were eating the ultra-processed foods. Now, two pounds, you know, doesn't sound like a lot, but imagine uh, a year of gaining a pound a week, and you can see that that can really add up. So a 500-calorie difference per day is huge. So then what they did was they reversed the condition, and they put the people who had been on the ultra-processed food diet on the whole food diet and vice versa. And exactly the same thing happened. The people who were eating the ultra-processed foods consumed 500, on average, calories more than the people who were eating the whole food diet. So overall, what I take from this is I think probably a whole food diet in some way is more satisfying. And when given the choice to eat or not to eat and eating till a sense of satiety is reached, until you're full, that the people on the whole food diet just got there sooner. They were all, you know, in an inpatient setting with just this food to eat and It's such an interesting outcome to me, and it encourages me in my pursuit of more and more of a whole food diet day by day. Hey, it's Tracy. I'm cutting in and interrupting myself because I really want to connect with you. You can find me at Tracy Baird Wellness on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And you can always find my latest free resource on my website, tracybairdwellness.com. Now, back to the show. Now, occasionally in this lifestyle that we live here in the U.S., you're going to want to eat a processed food. You might just want to keep a bar in your purse for emergencies when you're really hungry or, you know, you're going to find yourself out and about and you might need to eat a processed food. When you look at the label, what I would encourage you to do is purchase sort of convenience products that have recognizable whole foods as all of their components. So essentially, if you look at the label on just say almond crackers, And it says the ingredients are almonds, sunflower oil, salt, rosemary extract, and that's those are the contents of the almond cracker. Well, those are all recognizable sort of whole food ingredients that have been combined to create this cracker. So whereas I don't know if the cracker will be as satisfying to you as perhaps eating almonds, it's sort of a better version of a processed food. So when you're selecting at the grocery store, those bars, crackers, and processed foods that you will eat just occasionally, try to look at the label and make sure that you are getting something with all whole foods on the label. So if I have convinced you and you would like to pursue more whole foods in your diet, what should you do? So in the book, Tiny Habits, The Small Changes That Change Everything by BJ Fogg, Dr. Fogg says there are three ways to change your behavior. The first is by having an epiphany. The second is by changing your environment, and the third is by changing your habits. So if I could ring a bell or have a magic wand and wave it and create an epiphany moment for you, I would like your epiphany to be whole foods are the best foods. I I had a similar um, comment in my Snack Attack episode one, season one. If you want to go back and listen to that, that would be fun. But I would love for you to have this epiphany of whole food nutrition is the best food. Now, I can't force you to have an epiphany, so I'd like to make a couple of recommendations for your environment and your habits. So for your environment, what is in your home, that is what you are going to eat. So if you are committed to putting more whole foods into your mouth, you better get them into your home somehow. 
you may consider going through your pantry, going through your refrigerator, and sort of discarding things that don't fit in, in this paradigm. But you could also just, in the future, bring in only whole foods or, you know, some limited amount of minimally processed foods or processed foods that all the ingredients are themselves whole foods. Now, by changing your habits, that will create a behavior change that is consistent over time. So the top tip I have for you for changing your habits is to either shop the periphery of the grocery store in general. So focus on the periphery where they have the produce, they have the meats, they have eggs, things like that are all on the periphery of the grocery store, which is sort of convenient if you don't have to go through all the aisles. You might just have to pop down one or two, perhaps to get some frozen fruits or some frozen vegetables or meats. The other idea as a habit would be to actually order your foods so that you are not putting impulse purchases into your cart, but you order your foods in advance at the grocery store app, and then you just pick them up, and then you can perfectly comply with with your plans if you have carefully planned to eat whole foods, and you put them in your cart on your order. So in summary, I would love for you to consider eating more and more whole foods and getting more foods that God has made into your diet. The science supports it, at least as far as weight loss. And I feel that the science supports it. And just speaking from personal experience, I believe if you up the whole foods you eat, you will feel your best. And as usual, I am here because I care about you and I want you to live your best life. Thank you for joining me on Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Moms. If your goals include fat loss or tuning up your fitness and nutrition, I'd love to have you on my next Faster Rate of Fat Loss group. These launch about once a month. You can find more information on this on my website, tracybairdwellness.com. Now hit subscribe and then make it a great day.